Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. And for those that are counting, it is episode 20. And I just want to give a quick shout out to all the people that have come onto the podcast and and supported it. I really, really appreciate it. And I think and thanks to all the listeners out there as well that it, you know we're in some difficult times at the moment. And uh, I really hope that the podcast has sort of got you through these tough times. Now, today's podcast, we'll be talking to Rain the Stallion Rivers. She's an up-and-coming wrestler and ring announcer as well. She's a great athlete from Atlanta, and uh, she has a bright future ahead of her. Now, we have a competition going on here at Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Uh, We are looking for you to do the Tell Craig Your Story podcast podcast theme song so i will play this at the start of every podcast that i do so um, if you would like to uh, join into this competition it needs to be about uh, 60 seconds to about 90 seconds no no longer than 90 seconds i will judge the winner at the end of the month and uh, they will get continuous every time i put a podcast out that will be the song all right, so let's go. This is the interview that I did with Rain the Stallion Rivers on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hey, Rain, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. Thank, thanks for your time. First off, you know, with with the whole coronavirus, uh, what is happening in the U.S.? I mean, it's a worldwide thing at the moment, but what's happening in Atlanta with the coronavirus? Um, honestly, so I mean, every day that I wake up, I'm fully expect like when I open my door, the outside is going to be completely on fire. Like I expect it right. to be. In- flames and there's people running around screaming you know little bunnies hopping out of the forest they're on fire (laughs) everything's just insane but luckily you know every time I've opened my door more often than not it's been sunny skies and you know people have been out I've been seeing more people exercising of course people are doing the whole social distancing thing yes um, I had a lady at the park the other day, I was running and I was, I was with, uh, I was with somebody else working out. We were on like a narrow path and, but there was still tons of space to go around. It was just only a narrow paved path and she is running past and she's like, she starts freaking out. She's like, you guys got to give me enough space for social distancing. <laughs> right. And I, we just stood there. Like you could just go all the way around. Like you don't <laughs> just have to stare right here. So I think that's probably the craziest thing. Um. But ultimately, I think um, people are handling it pretty well. I haven't. I did experience hoarding in the toilet paper aisle. Oh my that god! Was, that was nerve wracking for me because it was eight in the morning and there was like ten people all reaching over me to get some char. Uh, what is it? Char Charlotte. Char. What's the toilet paper? You gonna have to delete this. Charmin <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> Charmin Ultra, you know what I mean? And so that was a bit strange because, uh, but other than that, I think people are handling it well. Um, you know, yeah, everybody's what, what been. Is the, 
Yeah, what is the world coming to when when uh, you know people are fighting for toilet paper? Shouldn't we fight? Yeah. Be fighting for? Shouldn't we be fighting for medicine and uh, trying to cure this thing rather than toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, and you know this may be a little bit TMI, but like I don't use toilet paper. Right. I don't use. Yeah, I don't use toilet paper. I don't use baby wipes. I wash my butt. Yeah. Every time. So it's just like whenever like. So I got the toilet paper for my mom. You know what I mean? She yeah. needed it. But like for me personally, I'm like, I don't need it. I'm good. My butt's clean already. <laughs> well, look at the people like uh, in Asia. They have that sort of, uh, in especially Japan, they have that uh, custom-made toilet that sort of talks to you. And they don't use toilet paper either. Like it sort of squirts, <laughs> squirts your butt. And uh, <laughs> oh, you know, it heats heats up the, the seat and all that. So um yeah, you know yeah. it, it, it's just crazy when um at the u.s <laughs> and australia um are fighting for toilet paper you know <laughs> and, and it's, it's got nothing to do with the coronavirus either it's, nothing it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy we talk to i talk to my other friends from from europe and from asia and it's like oh my god I'm so embarrassed. Like, <laughs> we're all fighting for toilet paper and the security guards and the shopping malls. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. When you got to put signs up, like, you know, one roll or two rolls per person, it's like, you know, it's, this isn't a dire need. I mean, if anything, you, you know, if you run out of toilet paper, you can always just, you know, take it back to Neanderthal days, go in the woods, you know. That's right. Just grab some they leaves. Use toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. I mean, clearly we have to make sacrifices. It's That's okay. right. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, in Australia, it, it's. I think it's getting a little bit better. But uh, people are still sort of breaking the law, you know. I went went to the beach the other day, and it was full of people. There was, you know, a thousand people there on the beach, and it was like, oh my god, guys, you don't get it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, but uh, let, let, it's let's a hope. little wild to see that because it's like even even before all of the coronavirus stuff, if I were to go out on the beach and there's too many people, I wouldn't be there anyway. Mm. so it's i i think people just like like just naturally being on top of each other yes <laughs> just like and it just uh perplexes me it, like uh we have to remind people to wash their ha- wash their hands and and it's like shouldn't you already be doing that already you know what i mean right, right. <laughs> so, so uh yeah let, let's let's hope that this helps us in, in the future so Rain. Uh, I have written down here, Rain the Stallion Rivers. Yeah. The okay. Stallion, baby. Yeah. The Stallion. Baby. So I was going to ask yeah, this question. I'm for you, baby. What's up, huh? I was going <laughs> <laughs> to ask this question uh, later, but um, how, how did you get the name? Um, well, Is there a story behind the name? A small one. Um, it's kind of like a two-part story. So, but to make it um, quick and easy. Um, so, my legal first name, which I, I can't tell you right now, but my legal first name is really, really long and really unique. Um, and my mom said that she came up with it um, because she had a dream. 
and in the river uh, in the, in the dream there was a river and the river was my first name so right. that's where river comes from i was i was a river in a dream and um and then my boyfriend actually when i first started wrestling he's a wrestler as well um one day we were just talking about my name being a river in a dream right and um i just you know bouncing off of each other we came up with rain and you know spelled r-e-i-g-n and then of course the stallion because like i my like my presence like you know, one of my big things that I'm really, really proud of is my legs. So, like, I right. consider them like, like you know, stallion. You know, I'm stout. I'm trotting in place. So, <laughs> it just came from, you know, Rain Rivers, aka the stallion. You know, so it just uh, two really important people in my life basically helped me um, come up with the name uh, Rain Rivers. That's really, really cool. Um, and obviously, uh, using this, having the stallion. In, in a part of your name uh, obviously for people that don't don't know you're a, a wrestler um, yes. and it also says uh, in, in your bio that you're a ring announcer as well yeah now now also I, I would class you as an athlete as well I mean my yeah. god <laughs> I do everything man I'm so ripped and ready to go yeah, like, that's I'm... it <laughs> so so yeah. So, uh, which do you prefer, um, ring announcer? Obviously, obviously, you, you would prefer to be a wrestler, but with the ring announcing as well, is that like something that you would like to do after re uh, wrestling, or you know, how? Honestly, how do you? The, I mean, I would like. Um, so, I my my wrestling background is uh, pretty much non-existent. I <laughs> fell in wrestling like Alice fell down a rabbit hole so <laughs> you know I don't have um you know a backstory yet I don't and that's like in, in shoot life I don't have a backstory in wrestling I didn't watch it growing up or anything like that so I have to kind of emerge myself in wrestling and there's I feel like a great way to do that is to start ring announcing getting used to being in the ring and you know talk and when I do interviews as well talking to the other wrestlers when they're all hyped up and they're telling you about their night and all this other <laughs> stuff and I'm like yeah how did it feel like all right yeah so that's um, so cool so then that and then as well as you know um, being a ring announcer, I would like people, the audience, the fans, everyone to um, already be familiar with me. And um, I would I would prefer, you know, when and so that way when I do decide to come out as a wrestler, when I have my first match, they already know who I am. And then, yes. you know, I'll, of course, give them things that they didn't get as a ring announcer. You know, me being a ring announcer, they're going to get a whole new side of Rain Rivers and be like, holy crap didn't see that coming from this super, you know, awesome ring announce lady. <laughs> so, so that's so, kind of just like my plan there. Right. And is, uh, I know, I know wrestling in the past has been very, very uh, predominant in Atlanta. I mean, that's where the, the WCW was. Is it still very, very popular? Uh, I mean, you're living in Atlanta now. Um, is it still popular in in Atlanta in that Atlanta area? Do they have like uh, small independent? Well, I can speak on what I I can only speak on what I know. Okay. And 
what I know, um, I know that there's like one um, that caught my eye in the first place. It was like Atlanta Elite Wrestling or something like that. And, you know, I caught my eye because their matches were always, you know, like from their videos and pictures and stuff like that were larger. So um, I see that, you know, more around like getting into the wrestling culture more that Atlanta might, you know, be on the rise as far as, you know, wrestling goes and different promotions and stuff like that. Um, But like I said, I'm still really really new so anybody i hear of if it's in atlanta or across the country in california it's brand new to me right no matter how long I've been there. <laughs> right uh spe- well, speaking of which a lot of it had to do with the coronavirus as well with wrestlemania was on the weekend and uh, i don't know if you saw it but there was uh, they had no crowd <laughs> i first- did see that yeah I so did so tell and- tell Tell us about that. Like, I mean, like you said that you you haven't uh, watched much wrestling, but of course, WWE is huge all around the world. So, did, right. uh, um, what was your opinion of WrestleMania on the weekend? Well, you know, it's funny because my boyfriend he was trying to get me to go. <laughs> so oh, really? Yeah, before all the Corona stuff. Oh, right. Why don't we just, you know, do this. Let's go down there. You know, we'll get in there. Boom, we in there. And I was <laughs> like, all right, cool. But, you know, we didn't go. And then I um, I flipped the channel and I saw the the thing and uh, the wrestling match. And it was uh, Jeff Hardy. And it was, uh, who did Jeff Hardy? Who was Jeff Hardy wrestling? At? You know, the, the match was great. But there was like a moment where like Jeff Hardy like jumped up on the on the buckle or whatever and he was like yeah. about to start feeding the crowd like come on and then it was like yeah. nobody there so but he didn't stop you know he kept doing it like let's go and I was like man Jeff Hardy is really doing it right now and then like after that John Cena came out and when John Cena came out he had his sign and you know he was walking out all pumped up and then it was like a moment you saw it in his face he like stopped and he looked around and he realized there was nobody there and then he just turned to the camera and just started pumping his sign at the camera and i was like oh my gosh this is crazy but it it was it was a little eerie I feel yeah, like watching it, was, yeah. it um, because definitely the crowd, the audience, the fans, they they give the like the liveliness. You know, we there's the action there. But, you know, if a, if a tree falls in the woods, doesn't make a sound. Yeah, that's right. I mean? So it was just like interesting watching this tree fall, but it don't make no sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the, the, thing that got, the, the thing that got me was uh, Daniel Bryant. He's got the yes chant. When he comes out, when, when his song starts, it's, you got normally you got 40 or 50,000 people chanting yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, he come he come out and he did exactly the same thing, but there was nobody there. <laughs> there he is doing the yes chant, and it's like, oh man, come on. <laughs> yeah. um, it your heart. It's like, oh no, wait, what? Yeah, it was, a, it was a couple of times. I've only watched the first the, the first night of it. I, I, I'm yet to watch the second one, but uh, the first night there was a couple of times where the wrestlers were like going. Yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, they were so pumped up. And I was like, oh. Yeah, There's <laughs> no, one, no one there to sort of, you know, no one to high-five or you know, cheer. So, um, 
but 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 what's your opinion on that? I mean, it's been been very like I've seen a lot of people complaining about it, saying that they should have stopped it. What's your opinion on that? Do you think stop, that stop what the 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 WrestleMania? Yeah, the WrestleMania. Oh, um, I mean, as long as they were being careful, I mean, you can only be as careful as you can actually really realistically be in this world and at the same time you know we are humans and now we're all humans that have to be put stay put so we're going to need something to entertain us at some point so i figure these people who are true entertainers they're really just risking you know their health you know their possibility of their health to make sure that people have something to focus on other than oh crap if i don't wash my hands i'm gonna die (laughs) you know that's true. That's true. So, uh, speaking of that, when did you actually sort of decide that you know this was uh, wrestling is what you wanted to do uh, as a career? So, <laughs> so kind of to backtrack, when I was younger, my mom always used to tell me because it was really weird and it was really loud and it was really obnoxious and I was always really tall and awkward and. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i never fit in anywhere and uh, my mom always used to be like baby you just gotta find your own people that's all you gotta do you just gotta find your people and like you know through years i did track i did soccer you know stuff like that i've always oh, been yes. very aggressive and i love being loud and just you know just being myself and not thinking anything of it and you know even growing up on top of her telling me, you know, baby, you got to find your own people. She would also tell me, baby, you got to keep crazy in a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, so I was very conflicted with that. So, you know, fast forward, long story short, you know, I started working out, started getting my life together, acting right, like, you know, a responsible citizen. But then I was getting like really bored (laughs) and I was like, I need to go do something. So at first, my first thought was, let's jump out of planes and light myself on fire and let's do all this fun stuff. But they never called me back. So (laughs) (laughs) what a shame. Right. (laughs) Could have been a whole different career path. whole different one but um and then you know down the rabbit hole of just clicking around then I found wrestling and I found a school and I talked to the coach um the school was um uh one fall power factory but they just recently changed it to the nightmare factory Mm. so um yeah so I started there and the head coach there is QT Marshall and, you know, I talked to him on the phone for like two hours and he was just asking me about my background and all of this other stuff. Yeah. And the first day that I went and he was teaching me how to like bump and, you know, <laughs> do all of this, I immediately fell in love with it, you know. Yeah, right. And I was like, you mean I can yell and be weird and throw people and throw myself around and nobody's going to think I'm crazy? <laughs> this is and get paid for it? Because <laughs> I do that stuff anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I might as well do it in the ring. Yeah. So, you know, it just it turned out to be a really great thing for me and then you know when I found wrestling my mom she like looked at me and was like baby you did it you found your people you found them and I was like I did mom so <laughs> it's really it's really a great a great outlet for me to um be in because I I, I um, like I said I 
got a lot of energy and I need a really, um, I need a constructive place to put it. Yes. Basically. Yeah, it's good to bit of bit of release there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Out, go go crazy and bash people up. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, get absolutely. I don't know um, when's the last time you've been picked up and thrown in the air and slammed on the ground, but it feels amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Who, who did you say your trainer was? Was it QT Marshall? QT Marshall. All right. So, yeah. uh, what what is his background? I'm not too familiar with him. Can you do you do you know his background? Um. Well, I know that he has a documentary out um, called The Wrestler. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the movie. Not the movie. The Wrestler. But oh. It's a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> it's a documentary about him, which is it's it's actually really really good, and it just basically documents his journey through you know wanting to be a well-known wrestler and not just a well-known wrestler but a talented well-known wrestler and that's something that he absolutely is so it just follows him through you know like his journey from where he's from I believe he's from Jersey and just you know coming down here starting the school and um and you know he's a really good guy he he's um he looks out for people. He looks out for me. I can say specifically, he's looked out for me in a number of ways. Yeah. You know, he's a really good um, person, and I'm grateful to have met him and to have him have, you know, brought wrestling into my life the way that he has. Now, I wish this coronavirus would be over so I could go back to wrestling. <laughs> but I'm not there right now, so in the meantime, I just have to just think back. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so so that's that's how that goes. Yeah, right. And, and speaking uh, of of your parents, uh, what do your parents think of this uh, career path that you've chosen? Oh, they love it. They think it's great. They're just happy that um, when I go over their house, I don't have as much energy because <laughs> <laughs> every time I go over there, it's like, sit down, be quiet. Bye. <laughs> so gotta... after I get done wrestling, I'm already sitting down and I'm already quiet because I've done had the wind knocked out of me about 511 times before I went over there. <laughs> <laughs> so does this, mean, does this mean that you're getting bigger meals now when you go over to your parents' place? Yeah, my mom still does feed me. Um <laughs> Sometimes, you know, before, you know, like if I've worked out really hard and I like pass out on the floor, she'll like shove pieces of bread in my mouth and just wait for me to resubmerge. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be like, You okay, baby? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, mom. Some more. <laughs> yeah. Just just throw some bread chunks at her. She'll be fine. <laughs> So, so speaking of that, um, I wanted to ask, what was it like uh, growing up in Atlanta? Uh, I've been to Atlanta, maybe I think maybe ooh, it's going on six, six or seven years now. I, I also a little bit of background. My one of my favorite uh, teams are the Atlanta Braves. The baseball team. Okay, yeah. I, I was lucky. Yeah, like a new stadium since. It's yes. Been. And I haven't been to the haven't been haven't been to the new stadium yet, but um, uh, I went to the uh, the the Olympic Stadium. The, the uh, anyway, uh, that was such, <laughs> such a great experience to go there uh, and and to watch watch the Braves play. And then uh, on the same day, I also got to watch the uh, the Falcons play. Um, it was the first oh, cool. game of the season, um, and and now they've got a new stadium as well. 
but uh, I, I watched them in the the Atlanta Dome, the Dome. Uh, what, what an amazing experience! I went to the Coke Museum, uh, the Coca Cola Museum. Oh uh, yeah, you can try the Coca Cola. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it, it was a real good experience, and um, I really, I really enjoyed my time there. So, um, yeah. can you tell me what it was like growing up in Atlanta as uh-huh. as a kid? And, well, um, I grew up like everywhere. Okay. So I'm originally from Pennsylvania, but oh. I, as a child, I bounced around a lot. So I would spend like time in Pennsylvania here and then Florida, then back to here. So long story short, I've been to over 17 different schools and three of them twice. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my my growing up has been, you know, dib and dab here and there. So but in Atlanta specifically, you know, when I was growing up, I actually hated it. I ah. was like, this is the worst place ever. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't want to be here. Yeah. And then I, um, you know, uh, around my early 20s, I um, moved to Vegas. And then I was like, Vegas is the worst place ever. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> want to be here. So nice. I moved back to Atlanta. And when I came back, I was like, oh, this is, this is more like it. This is the best place in the world. Yeah. So growing up, I really just, um, it wasn't a place that I was like happy with, but it was also because, you know, I, uh, didn't really appreciate it, I guess. Atlanta has yes. a lot to offer. And, you know, when you're teen moving back and forth, you don't really see what's actually good and the yes. uh, opportunities that you actually have in front of you because you're too busy being a teenager. <laughs> and nothing's bad. So, you know, but as an adult, being in Atlanta now as an adult, I feel like Atlanta is definitely the place to be. Everybody wants to be here, and so much so that people got to stop moving here because we absolutely fool. Anybody listening to this, stop moving to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we all need out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, why, why was why didn't you like Vegas? Is it just too touristy, or just oh, not not your Vegas. style? Vegas is a place that you only go to for three, four days at a time, baby. That's <laughs> not a place that you live. <laughs> yes. so, like no. I just, every time Vegas comes up, uh, I've been there as well, just, just for a visit, but I always uh, think of the Hangover movies. Have you seen the Hangover movie? Oh, yeah. 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 Vegas is like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not to the extreme, but, uh, <laughs> oh, listen, but I'm yeah. sure it could be really as well. What happens there? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Everybody can say that. Everybody can say that. And you know, when I when I was uh, younger, before I moved there, I visited for a week, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this place is amazing! Look how amazing it is! You can do anything you want at any (laughs) given point in time." And then we moved there, and then I was like, "This is this was a bad idea." (laughs) 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 And like my main thought, really, too, was. Who moves to the desert? <laughs> it was right. so hot. I would yeah. just ask myself, why did I move to the desert? Yeah. It's hot out here. I tell you what, uh, I, was, I, I went to uh, uh, the Grand Canyon and uh, and it was it was freezing. 
Um, and, and then I went to Vegas and it was so hot. <laughs> just like <laughs> from one city to the next city and, and just the extremes in the weather. But yeah, it was super hot in Vegas. And uh, oh, yeah. I can remember uh, getting on a, a roller coaster at like two in the morning, New York, New York. Uh, like okay. you, you said you can do anything there in Vegas. Yeah. I got a, I got on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the uh, the casino New York New York New York um, had a going in and out of the casino and it went up and down and oh my god yeah so good night <laughs> yeah I mean it's a good night when you're only there for two three days yeah but you know besides but, yeah but to live there it would be no, a whole totally no, different that's that's not it's a lie <laughs> <laughs> it's all a lie yeah. That's that's why they tell you what happens here. Stay here because they don't want you going out telling folks that it's a trap. Right. And and did you mm-hmm. uh, now, now your parents have settled in in Atlanta as well now. Yeah. So, um, so with this whole coronavirus as well, like how has this affected like uh your, like your training as well? Like like oh, there is fit. no training. Yeah. It's, so it's so how how is that affecting you? Um, well, I'm about to start drop kicking kids in the street, so <laughs> whatever, suplexing old ladies, I don't care. <laughs> hey, I'm a wrestler, come on, it's okay. Yeah, like, it's fine, guys, and plus some of the laws have been, you know, canceled around here, so I think I'll get away. Um, no, it's, it's completely shut it down, man, like, <clears throat> I haven't, um, yeah, I haven't uh, been able to get that type of aggression out. Luckily, my boyfriend's a wrestler, so whenever uh-huh. I want to just, you know, drop kick somebody or put somebody in a headlock, <laughs> I just go beat up on him. And he <laughs> he tries to fight back. He calls himself, you know, trying to fight back, but he, he usually just loses. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have, I do have, a wrestling outfit uh, outfit oh, outlet yeah. that I'm grateful for because I'm able to talk wrestling, watch wrestling and 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 do wrestling, maybe not as safely as in the ring, but I'm still able to do wrestling. Right. And uh, I always like to ask the question because it's it's a question that, that like uh, like the non wrestling fan will always the, one of the reasons why they don't watch it. It, oh, it's so fake and phony. <laughs> what do you What do you say to people like that 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 are a bit negative and naive about the wrestling? Um, I would say, I would I would want okay. So basically, wrestling is choreographed fighting, and I bet you if I like if somebody who had, you know place one of the punches or one of the strikes or one of the people who say that it's fake and they didn't know how to take the move or take the maneuver or get, you know, flipped or tossed or whatever, if they don't know how to do it and a wrestler who is trained knows how to do it, it's going to be real, real. It's going <laughs> to hurt because you don't know what you're doing. So how real, how fake is it now? You yeah. feel this real pain because you don't know how, what you're doing. So, you know, wrestling, it is real. It is very real. The mm-hmm. only thing that isn't real, so to speak, is, you know, maybe the plot line. But mm-hmm. the the fighting and the, you know, doing the flips and all of that, that's pure, real, 
athletic raw talent right there. You can't yeah. fake flying in the air and get hit in the stomach. You know what I mean? You have to maneuver your body. You have to choreograph your body uh, appropriately because if you don't, it's going to hurt and you might get hurt, hurt the other person, or you might kill yourself. Yeah. So it's very real. That's what I would have to say. Like if they can't, <clears throat> if they can't effectively pull off the move that I'm doing, then it's real. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I would just say to them, why don't you step into the ring and, and take a few bumps and uh, see if see how you end up after a 20-minute match with a, with a professional wrestler. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and with the wrestling as well, like uh, I was telling you before, I've watched it you know, as a little kid and, you know, I was, I didn't know anything. I just thought it was something on the TV and uh, watching The Rock and Stone Cold and, you know, um, mm. The Undertaker and all, all those types of people. Um, it, it's, but they said at the start of it, uh, please don't, they always used to have these ads. The these guys. Please don't try this at home. Yeah, the professional <laughs> athletes that have been totally trained please don't try this at home because you're going to get hurt. <laughs> and yeah. And people I've seen people like tried to be like the wrestlers, you know, I'm going to do a <laughs> off the top rope and <laughs> dive on you and um, doing all these hardcore matches, you know, out in the, out in the park and, and whatnot. So I would say that to, to people like that, that, um, that yeah, it's definitely not fake. Yes. They might know who's going to win, but yeah. uh, but when they when they when you when you guys do wrestle, if you get injured in a in a match, that's considered a bad match uh, because you're supposed to unless be... you could play it off and act like you ain't hurt and you finish the match and whoop their ass. That's right. Other than that, that's you right. Know, if you get if you get hurt and then you got to stop the the match, yeah, because nobody somebody wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you and know, or somebody wasn't pulling their weight. And that's I, I just, I just, I just love that that uh, they can wrestle every single night and and, and not get hurt. Uh, uh, but the physical side of it is still, like you said before, it was still there. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, these guys are diving off you know, twenty feet high in the air. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, I've had the wind knocked out of me a few times, like landing face first like you know stomach face first on the ring and you know it's those rings it's it's wood wooden planks Mm. under those rings and then it's just a tarp over top of the wooden planks so and, and you know the planks they they do have a give they do have a bounce back but ultimately you're hitting something solid so you know there have been times like for example i was trying to learn how to do, uh, like, appropriately do a drop kick. I kept doing, like, um, whatever. I kept messing it up. And when I and I was so scared because, like, turn, trying to jump in the air, kick somebody, turn my body, and land on my stomach, but land on my uh, forearms. And it's a lot to take in all in one swift motion. So, like, you know, the first time I did it, I didn't land on my forearms. I put my fo- my arms straight out in front of me like I was about to belly flop, basically. And I yeah. belly flopped on the ring and just completely had the wind knocked out of me and just had to just i curled up into a ball and hyperventilated and just waited till i could breathe again yeah 
<laughs> you know, like, so it, it's rough. It's rough if you don't do it right. And if you, you know, if you, if you don't pay attention, you're going to hurt somebody else. But mm. that's why we're trained. So that way, when we do go to take, you know, bumps or um, we have to do a, a front bump and land our, on our forearms, we know where to position our bodies and exactly how to land. So when we land, we can get right back up like nothing happened. Right, right. And, and sorry, getting back to uh, your diet as well, like, how, how do you sort of keep so physically fit? I mean, um, do you have, like, strict rules, uh, of, like, with your dieting? How does, how does that all work? Tell me about uh, Protein and carbs. Protein and carbs? Yeah. Protein, that's the only answer I got for you, baby. Protein and carbs. Yeah. Um, so, no, in the beginning of my working out, it was really rough. Like, I never had a personal trainer or anything like that. So, mm. I literally figured everything out on my own, except for one thing, which was protein and carbs. Um, and I'll explain this to you. But, you know, it was really hard um, doing that. But now, since I have more of a regulated what I want to do with my body, like, I'm trying to gain weight. When I get to 200 mm. pounds, uh, I, I started that. I out. <laughs> yeah. So where I, are you at the moment? Um, well, I started moment? at 168, and right. now I'm at 184. Right. So yeah, I still got what is that like six? Not 16 pounds. What is that? That's 16 pounds left, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and how I you know came to that is um, Q the QT Marshall, his wife. She is a nutritionist and I was, you know, telling her, you know, I'm trying to gain weight and all of this thing. And she told me that I need to eat my body weight in grams in protein and double my body weight in grams in carbs. And the thing is, is I work, when I work out, um, I would work out between 90 minutes to three hours a day, every day. So, you know, when I'm working out and I'm burning all of those calories, I need the higher intake of calories and protein and carbs to keep the muscle on so I can keep burning, but still building at the same time. So I've got, it's a science that I've got now, but for the most part, if it's food, just give it to me. I'm going to eat it. If it's protein <laughs> and carbs, just give it here. It ain't even got to taste good, really. I just, I'm trying to get it in there. I don't even really want to chew it. So it's just like, get it in there, get this weight on me, <laughs> go work out. Yeah, right. So, so tell me now about uh, like, like your, your future. I mean, you, you want to get into the, uh, the wrestling, you, you're doing your training. Um, so you said before, like we talked about WrestleMania with WWE and, and uh, more recently with AEW. Um, obviously, is that, is that your, your long-term goal to to be in in these companies? Um, honestly, of course, yes, absolutely, 100%. Um, <clears throat> I feel as though, I mean, my height and my look alone um, is something that most people, they just don't have. Yes. Um, you know, I'm almost six feet tall. I'm working on 200 pounds. I'm solid muscle. And, you know, um, I'm... Uh, brown girl basically and there's not many people out there that have that for well, for them you know and even the women in WWE and AEW they're all fantastic and all wonderful um, but their body types none of them are mine if they're muscular they're shorter if they're yes. you know, 
taller, they're bigger. Um, nobody, there's no in between. And I'm at that in between. And I just off my look alone is, is something that they could benefit from. Then on top of the fact that I don't care and I, I can definitely put on a show, I'm loud and obnoxious and I don't mind slamming somebody on the ground and being happy and yelling and laughing about it and, you know, jumping off the top rope and doing all of that stuff. So can you imagine this six foot muscular drop that gorgeous woman just <laughs> stepping into the ring okay come on the stallion's here to mess it up okay everybody about to get on this ride baby, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what i mean so my future definitely i i definitely foresee myself in the ring and thousands of fans around um you know however at the same time until i get there which i know i will eventually one day the worst anybody's gonna tell me is not right now ain't nobody gonna tell me no the worst they're gonna tell me is not right now but in the meantime i'm just trying to get in where i fit in you know what That's i mean y'all want me over here what's up i'm gonna show my face hey put on a good show and then just you know make my connections that i need to and learn along the way you know there's more things that i'm able of learning how to do other than just wrestle. I know, you know, I'm, I'm a very capable person. I'm highly intelligent and I know how to maneuver and work what's best for me. So if I find a way to work, I'm going to work it. And so I get the work, the best work, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's not just all about like being a, like a trained as well, because that's only a part of being a wrestler in the modern day. I mean, you've also got to be able to be talk and have a character and have style, charisma. And just speaking from you now, I just feel it that you do. You already have that being Thank able you, to babe. talk in front of the crowd and, and uh, you, you know, and that's super, super important because you can be the best wrestler in the world. But if you can't talk on to the camera or you can't talk to the fans, it's over. And that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. if you've got that charisma and character, all the good wrestlers, all the ones, the successful wrestlers have got that character. So I, I, want, I wanted to ask also, um, would you prefer to be a, a heel or, or a baby face? Like, do you want to be the good good girl or the bad girl? Um. So I'm... I'm going to answer this question because it's a very specific question, but it's not the answer I want to give you. Okay. So um, I'm going to be a heel. Um, and the reason I say that's not the answer I want to give you is because um, I want to be both. I want to be baby yes. and heel. Yeah. And the reason for that is because just in my natural everyday life, regular, if I was going to fight you and let's say you've just done me wrong, completely done me wrong. And so I'm completely right in this situation. Like if I'm a baby, right. And now I got to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Like I did something wrong to you. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm going to cheat. I don't care. Cause you done pissed me off at this point. <laughs> so I'm going to cheat any way I can to whoop your ass. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, so it's hard to balance that that character naturally between, you know, in the ring because it, they're like want you to be so specific about heel and baby and heel and baby. Yes, yes. Reality, I'm both, but for wrestling's sake, I'm heel because that way I can get away with cheating. But in real life, I'm a good girl, but I will cheat. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you know what? You, you talk about that and, um, you know, the successful wrestlers, they, they normally start off as, um, if they if they do start off as a heel, 
they end up being a baby face anyway because the the crowd just love you and they've tried to turn the really popular baby faces like hogan uh stone cold uh the rock into into like a heel but the fans still love them anyway regardless of whether they're a baby face or a heel so you know yeah. The fans want what they want, and if you're good, then uh, they're gonna like you no matter no matter what. Exactly. If I'm good at doing me the way that I know how to do me, they're gonna love it anyway. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and going off topic a little bit uh, with uh, women in wrestling, um, did you ever get a chance to watch the the Paige movie oh. and her life story? Did you ever see that movie come out? I did and- not. I- oh. It's just just a very very good uh, movie about um, uh, she come from England and uh, she wasn't the most prettiest girl very very pale and um, just how how she become one of the most successful girl wrestlers in the WWE um, oh. just just working super super oh, I hard. Think I know who you're talking about. She has black hair. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. I didn't know she had a movie. I'll, I will um, look it up. Yeah. 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 It's very, very good. Um, just shows you um, just a, a little girl from, uh, you know, England. Her passion was wrestling and bam, she was having to fight all the time with all these like supermodels, you know, <laughs> that had no <laughs> idea about wrestling. And here she comes in. You know, not not the prettiest girl, but you know, she just wants to go in there and fight. So, um, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth worth watching if you get a. Yeah, now the coronavirus time, come on! <laughs> I saw. Right. I got plenty of time to do it. That's right. Um, yeah. let, let's sort of uh, wrap it up. Have you like? I'm from Australia, obviously. Have you ever been to Australia before? Because obviously. Uh, the majority of my listeners are, are in Australia. So have you ever been to Australia before? No, I've never been to Australia, but I've watched Finding Nemo more times than I can count. <laughs> I know y'all got big-ass spiders. So <laughs> I feel like I've kind of been there already. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because uh, the times that I've been to America – all you guys see is, uh, you know, spiders, crocodiles, you know, sharks, um, you know, and I think people have this idea of like it's so dangerous to go down to Australia. Oh, I but, absolutely believe it's horrifying to go to Australia. Everything's going to eat you, probably. <laughs> but you're a wrestler. Come on, you're supposed to be tough and strong. You know? I guess people, not things. Going like in those walls. Legs, what's broken you? I can't. No, I saw a picture of like one of it's like a huntsman spider y'all got. Oh yes. Uh, no, I saw that. I said there's no reason for me to go to Australia, ever. Not with that thing there. <laughs> uh, you you would definitely definitely love it. We've got the you know I don't know about the beaches in Atlanta, but we have some of the best beaches in the world. Uh, Plus, I like the way you guys talk over there. Uh, <laughs> you know. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and, and do it, but it. I mean, it sounds awesome. I like. I could imagine like everybody talking like that. I, I had. I had girls <laughs> at a bar a couple of times in the U.S. and uh, they would just say, "You're not from here." <laughs> <laughs> and they go. And they go. Uh, Can you just keep talking for a while? Yeah. I just yeah. just love that accent. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so. 
you don't have to be the uh, you know the the prettiest guy uh, from Australia when you get to the places like the U.S. No, they just, you just gotta have an accent and that's girls right. throw themselves at you. Like, where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Australia. Where are you? <laughs> oh my gosh! So so there you good. go. Yes, I think it's just because you don't hear it all the time. So, um, but I mean, there's also like some accents. I'm not gonna say which ones to stay like. PC, but there are some accents that are, you know, when you hear them, you don't go, oh, you go, ah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Germany. I'm sorry, the people in uh, my friends in Germany, but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, they just they got something stuck in the throat, you know. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, it, uh, some yeah, some languages are definitely a bit more uh, rough, but no, the Australian accent it's nice. You guys have like this like way that you go up in an octave that like know what like regular people or like not Australian people I don't know what to say but not Australian people like Americans we can't like make our tone go up that way out you know it's it's different we've got a, like a bit of a well, obviously it's the British um they well, come, yeah but anybody but, can do a British accent. but, but we're, we've 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 sort of made it our own as well so yeah like yeah. y'all, like you guys have been hunting huntsman spiders. That's <laughs> <why>. <laughs> like y'all been out there fighting for your life. So. <laughs> well, well, having the accent is is very very good. But the other thing that I noticed in the U.S. is um, I could tell people that um, uh, kangaroos are jumping around in my backyard, and 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 they actually would believe me. I was about to ask you how many was back there right now. That's right. <laughs> I go, you know what? Um, I'd I'd have crocodiles in my backyard, and, and I'd have uh, you know kangaroos and koalas are in the tree. Oh really? Oh really? No. <laughs> no, they're yeah. the vicious ones, aren't they? Koalas are vicious, ain't they? Uh, no, they're, they're little cute and cuddly. They just sit there and just uh, eat the leaves, and uh, they've got like eucalyptus on the leaves. Uh, which has got a little bit of alcohol in it. So, oh, they, so the koalas out there get drunk. Yeah, they get drunk and then they fall asleep. So they sleep for 20 Aww. hours. A day. They're so cute. Yeah, I would go to Australia for the drunk koalas. <laughs> Good idea. And see a boxing kangaroo, you know? Yeah, you know, pick me up a drunk koala, go see a kangaroo show <laughs> in your backyard. Good times, good times. Yeah, and then time. and then do some wrestling. Come down and do some wrestling matches as well. I wrestle a kangaroo. There, you, oh, there you go. On them leaves. Who, who <laughs> needs WWE when uh, Rain the Stallion Rivers is going to fight a kangaroo? You know. God, that would sell. That would sell. That, that would sell, sell that out anyway. Yeah, you know, fifty dollars, like, fifty dollars a pop. What? <laughs> Beat that kangaroo's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Beat that kangaroo's ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Rain. Uh, what 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 is the plan uh, for the future for Rain the Stallion Rivers? What is the future hold? The future holds. Um, it's endless, honestly. Um, my my work ethic and you know just my personal experience and the experience that I'm going to gain is going to put me so far ahead that 
I'm just starting to thank God now for everything that he will give me for my future. Um, so, you know, it's just as long as I keep doing what I'm supposed to do, going to the gym, getting my body weight up, you know, continue training and, um, you know, meeting other people as well who are passionate about the same things and learning from them and sharing with them what I've learned, you know, that's, that's gonna, you know, create an enterprise all on its own, you know, um, I definitely am motivated and I'm ready to go. I'm just, all I'm doing is putting myself in different positions and, you know, like I said, just get in where I fit in right now and then it's going to fall all in the place. So, you know, my future and, um, <clears throat> the rain rivers, you know, at surprise is gonna is gonna be something really great and something to definitely look forward to or watch out for because you know I'm unstoppable, baby. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Hard work pays off, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm definitely a walking testimony to that. But that's a conversation for another day. Another time. Yeah. Well, well uh, when you do start wrestling with the promotions. Make sure that Australia is on the list. You know, you got to come down here and uh, do some wrestling matches as well. Um, Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I've got I've got some uh, wrestling fans here in Australia as well. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out on you uh, for the future. And, and finally, do you have anything that you uh, want to promote? Uh, are you endorsed by anybody? Is there social media? Um, um, yeah, I'd, <clears throat> I'd love to promote myself and my Instagram account, Rain the Stallion Rivers. Um, you know, I've, I've not, I'm not currently endorsed by anyone, but, you know, I'm always open. Mm -hmm. um, so any, any opportunity is a great opportunity for oh. me. Um, so, you know, check out my Instagram, R-E-I-G-N, the Stallion, T-H-E-S-T-A-L-L-I-O-N-R-I-V-E-R-S. I'm so surprised I spelled that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, are you on Facebook or anything like that? Or just no, Instagram, Jermaine? Instagram right now. I, okay. um, my presence on Instagram is fairly new. I've been living under a rock for a while. So <laughs> I'm just starting to kind of get myself out there. And, um, I, you know, just want people to see me. And the people that have so far have liked what they see, have seen. So, And it's only going to get better from here. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Rain, um, it, it, this is why I do the podcast. It, it's um, inspiring people like you that, you know, have all these goals to achieve and uh, working really, really hard to, to um, make it, make your dreams come true. Um, thank you very much for your time. Um, I know you. I know you're a busy person uh, with your with your schedule and, and your training and all that. So I do really appreciate your time coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for taking your time out to speak with me and um, giving me a platform to, you know, have a voice. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So thank you for that experience. And make sure that you uh, you come on later later on. Come on another time. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I'll, I'll come back with, you know, hopefully stories of my first match. <laughs> yeah, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> and make sure that yeah. you, uh, you let us know. So if it's uh, streaming live on the internet, we can uh, put it up here as well. All right.